0: Amen. If you think you are standing firm, that him who thinks he is standing firm, take care not to fall. We come before God's holy altar on the third Sunday of Lent. We are nearly halfway through this sacred season, and the Scriptures speak strongly to us. The prayers are sweet. Lord, we beg you that whatever bows us down because of our conscience Your mercy lifts us up. Sweet are the prayers. Strong are the scriptures. This is the name of the all-holy God forever and through all generations. The one who is compared to those of us who once were not. That is why at the height of the sanctuary, we have the black scribbly lines. The name of the all-holy God. We have St. Paul speak strongly to us about God's revelation and our need to respond to it. And Christ the Lord giving the state of affairs that the world is fallen. We talked about this on the first Sunday of Lent. The demons that have been thrown down. Revelation chapter 12. Woe to you, earth and sea, for the demon has come down to you and his wrath is great because he knows his time is short. And the Lord Jesus acknowledges the fallen state of the world. Even your own personal sin, right? My sin makes the world a worse place. This is the state of affairs. Now God's mercy is boundless. We are acknowledging this on the way to the cross. Therefore, those of us who stand firm in love for Jesus Christ, baptized into his death, and his glorious resurrection by which there is forgiveness of all sin and the confidence of newness of life. If we stand firm in that, we take care not to fall. It is in this context that I want to speak about something you may have heard about in the news. This Friday, March the 25th, the Holy Father, Pope Francis, announced that at 5 o'clock p.m. in the city of Rome, This Friday, March 25th, he will consecrate Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. He is also sending a Cardinal as his personal delegate to the village of Fatima in Portugal. And at that exact same time on March 25th, that Cardinal will likewise consecrate Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. The Holy Father has also instructed every bishop in the world in his own diocese, either at that same time, if possible, or if not, because of the time differences, a reasonable time, to likewise, in his own diocese, consecrate Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Why does this matter? It matters because God so loved the world, He sent His only Son. In sending His only Son, He redeemed that life and set history on the path to all of its fulfillment and brought us into the family of God, His own self, in a dynamic way that from the Holy Cross, He says to the Virgin Mary, pointing to the beloved disciple, Behold your Son. And says to all disciples, Behold your Mother, The redemption that brings about the course of world history welcomes us into the family of God. And as we walk through history, we live according to the promises of heaven. May 13th, 1917. The Virgin Mary appears to three children in the town of Fatima in Portugal. And appears starting on May 13th every month, concluding on October 13th, validating her appearance with what is called the Miracle of the Sun, the greatest public miracle of nature witnessed since the parting of the Red Sea. You can go and Google it and so on and so forth. The Miracle of the Sun, October 13th, 1917. It is in these revelations that Our Lady spoke an instruction from God. I'm not going to go through the whole Fatima ordeal. You can put on that on the Internet if you like. There's many good books, etc. But the heart of what this has to do with this Friday, on the 13th of July, 1917, Our Lady told the three seers about, right, there's this war going on, 1917, that's World War I. If people do not repent, there will be a greater war. Well, obviously, World War II came, etc. And then she said, this is the heart of it. She says, to prevent this, I shall come, right? I shall come to ask for the consecration of Russia to my Immaculate Heart and the communion of reparation on the first Saturdays of the month. If my requests are heeded, Russia will be converted, and the world will have peace. If not, she will spread her airs throughout the world, fomenting wars and the persecutions of the church. The good will be martyred, the Holy Father will have much to suffer, and various nations will be annihilated. Sound familiar, anyone? Now, she said she shall come to ask. So she did. On June 13, 1929, 12 years later, one of the seers, Sister Lucia, is in the convent, and Our Lady comes and makes the request, and she says the following, quote, This is the moment when God asks the Holy Father to make, in union with all the bishops of the world, the consecration of Russia to my Immaculate Heart. He promises to save it by that means. Okay. There we are. So the consecration to Russia, which will bring about peace, is asked for in 1929, and I won't give the whole history, but let's just say it doesn't happen, and it doesn't happen, and it doesn't happen. Many times that, that request is not heeded. I will submit that all the things that she said, if this consecration is not done. Russia will spread her heirs. What is Russia in 1917, right? A growing communist state. What has spread throughout the world? Atheistic materialism everywhere. Wars will be fomented. Do we need to go through everything from the Second World War until now? Nations will be annihilated. Sound like the news, Anybody? The good will be martyred. More martyrs in the 20th century than in any century in the history of the world. The Holy Father will have much to suffer. The collapse of faith around the world. I don't think it takes much examination to realize this was not done and everything Our Lady prophesied happened. Now, March, excuse me, May 13th, 1982. You might remember this date. John Paul II is shot in St. Peter's Square. An attempt is made on his life. He's hospitalized for over six months. He takes this as a sign because, of course, May 13th is the date of the first apparition of Our Lady to the children at Fatima. He recovers and on May 13th, 1983, goes to Fatima. You can read that sermon if you want some interesting reading. And on March 25, 1984, in St. Peter's Square, John Paul states he is going to consecrate Russia to the Immaculate Heart. However, two things do not happen. He invites any bishop to come, but he does not ask all of the bishops of the world to do it. Secondly, when it comes to the actual prayer, this is the word the Pope says, that he consecrates, quote, the whole world especially the peoples for which by reason of their situation have your particular love and solicitude. Now, when that is over, John Paul II himself and Sister Lucia initially stated that they did not have confidence that this obeyed God's command because they did not mention Russia as such. Sister Lucia later, she died in 2005, would later say that the consecration was fulfilled. I'm not gonna get into that argument. I would simply put this in the context of what is happening on Friday, March 25th, 2022, where for the first time, the Pope in union with all the bishops of the world, he can't make them all do it, he has ordered them all to do it, will consecrate Russia, and Ukraine, and it's important he says Ukraine because in 1917 and in 1929, when Our Lady asked for that, Ukraine was then part of Russia or the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, etc. Right? So, this is a moment where we are looking to obey heaven. What does this have to do with anything? Do you think that the people who the Tower of Suleiman fell on were so much worse than everyone else? By no means, but if you don't repent, you'll have the same. The world is a nasty place. Those people who had their blood mingled with Pilate, right? Pontius Pilate, secular ruler, mixing their blood is a religious no-no, right? Religious persecution by the state. Do you think those people had it because they're so much worse than you? No. This is an important moment because we are the children of God who believe in the grace of God. Yes, We have to live holiness of life. We have to stand secure in Christ, Uh, clearly. I hope that's obvious, right? If you're a terrible person asking for consecrations, do you no good, right? So we strive to live good lives, loving God and our neighbor. But we also pray now much for the pastors of the church who are asked by heaven to do this act in obedience to God, that by this, God will see their obedience and their love and pour out his grace on the world on a new day. So, very practically, Bishop Hying, our bishop, has announced that on Friday the 25th of March, this Friday, he will at 11 o'clock a.m., and that's important because 11 a.m. Madison time is 5 p.m. Roman time. So at 11 o'clock a.m. on Friday, Bishop Hying, At the Church of the Immaculate Heart of Mary in Monona, Wisconsin, right next to Madison, we'll have mass and make the consecration, has asked all the priests to be there, invited all the faithful. If you can go there, I highly encourage it. There's work, there's school, so not everyone can go at 11 o'clock in the morning. If you can go, go and pray with your bishop in union with the Holy Father. If not, on March 25th, say your rosary with particular prayers for peace. What did Our Lady say? This consecration is for peace. I hope I don't have to make that argument that that's a good thing, right? Hooray, gas went down this week, not up. That's not the same thing as peace. So let's pray much for the pastors of the church that they will bring the grace of God vibrantly into our world. And by their obedience to this act, the Lord God will see our love and devotion and bring an ocean of grace and His peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.